I think that we were like drunk at my house one night and I was like, you know what? I want to start a podcast. I would love a co-host because Lord knows like I can't just like carry the ship myself. <laughs> and you're like, I'll do it! <laughs> and that's how it literally came to be. The Everything Cracks podcast. <laughs> and here we are. All right. One, two, three. Hey, Kate. Hi, Gina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, to all six of our listeners, this is Gina Glazimitsky and Kate Bedelak in the Everything Cracks podcast. We're here. We're fucking doing it. This is this feels so wild. <laughs> like, right? Like, I don't even know what the word is, but it's just like having this like this big purple dick just like in my face. Yeah. So welcome to the show, everybody. Um, I think today's episode, what do we decide? We're just going to like do a get to know ya. Yeah, um, just some questions that we both came up with and we're just going to see how it goes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so fucking nervous. I really am so fucking nervous. I am dying to see what you came up with. They're probably not as raunchy as yours. No, mine are, I swear, like mine are like, <laughs> there are a few weird ones. Like they're definitely on the like stranger side of things, but they're not like disgusting. Um, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. You know what? Let's start with <laughs> credentials. Let's just tell them, like, baseline, hierarching, like, who we are. You go first with that because you're the professional of the bunch. Okay. So my daytime slash nighttime job is I'm a nurse practitioner in the NICU. Um, and then I am a mom of two, soon to be three. My name is Gina Glazimitsky. I am a writer and a former medical professional um i write for an online women's magazine um i do like women's lifestyle news british royal family some beauty stuff it's fun it's a light fluffy job nothing like what kate has to deal with in her just Daytime, nighttime job. Daytime, nighttime job. <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Literally doing the Lord's work in there. Um, I'm also a mom of three. Three girls. All within four years of each other. Hence the feeling like I was pregnant for a decade. And uh, yeah. Now turned podcaster. <laughs> With my co-pilot Kate over here. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do uh, some questions. We're going to do... We're going to call this segment... Ask stupid questions, get stupid answers. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go first? What do we decide? You go first or I go first? Um, well, I introduced myself first, so I guess your question is first. Okay. So, Kate. This is 10 questions, everybody. 10 questions. You have to answer them honestly or, I don't know, like you get punched in the face or eight. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is we came up with. Whatever it is we came up with is, is how many questions we're going to ask. Okay, so I'll go first. Kate, I did give you a little preview into this question, so I'm going to ask it first. And I didn't prep for it. Well, then it, your answer is going to be that much better. So, Kate, if your vagina spontaneously manifested into a human being with arms, legs, of a JJ of their own, how would you describe her personality and what would her name be? Okay, her name would be Betty. Her name would be Betty. Or Martha. Okay. okay. Love Martha. <laughs> Love some Martha energy. Um, both of those I would consider my alter ego. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to go with Betty. Okay. And, oof. Well, sassy would probably be. The first sassy. thing. Ooh, <laughs> a sassy vagina. I like her. Um, she wouldn't be kind. <laughs> Just for clarification, not a nice vagina. It's something sassy, definitely not nice. <laughs> it's something we talk about at work. Like there's when somebody thinks about like a couple adjectives for myself, like nice and kind are like not in the top three. Oh my God, same. It's not typically not like even, what would. Like probably in the so. I would say like sassy, sensible. <laughs> we love a sensitive vagina on this show. Resourceful, conservative. God, this really is a Betty. I love this. Okay, what else? Sassy, so, sensible. Sassy, sensible. 
I want to say with a little bit of spice. With a little bit of spice. Which kind of goes along with the sassy part, but. I get it. I get it. But like, but like strong. Moving right along. Um, so a spicy, sassy, and sensible, sensible vagina. Yeah. Like she doesn't take Easy, shit from breezy, beautiful vagina. Yeah, That's doesn't take saying. doesn't take shit from anybody. A vagina with an agenda. Yeah, for sure. A agenda, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> All right. Easy breezy, beautiful vagina, Betty. All right. Would you? Next question. Would you rather? Oh, it's all 10 questions right in a row for me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I thought we were going to oh, go. We're going I thought we were bantering. Fire, baby. We're okay. going rapid fire. All right. Ripping off the band-aids. Like. All right. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson in a wheelchair or the Pope with a sword? And why? Who's in a wheelchair? Me or Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a wheelchair and trying to fight the heavyweight champion of the world? Yeah. No. No. With a, The dude has a tattoo on his face and a speech impediment. He would fuck you up like <laughs> blindfolded and uh, with a hand tied probably both hands tied behind I, his back you know back in the day i used to be a real good god bible thumping preaching catholic stop it yeah. seriously yep mm-hmm. i mean oh. like tell me wait hold on fuck the questions <laughs> tell me more about your days in the convent i would love to know like 25 no, 20 i don't know how old i am 20 years ago? No, okay. 25 years ago. Okay. Like, you know, like first grade, you're preparing for your first communion. Yeah, sure. You did the, you did the Catholic thing. Yeah, we did CCD. We went yeah. to church. It was horrific. I refu- I threw a fit and, like, refused to be I confirmed. had to go every Sunday. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Ugh. I'm not God, sure who that was punishment more for, them or me. I swear, like, our parents made us go to church. They didn't have to deal with our bullshit on Sundays. This is the Lord's Day. It was like soccer, church. then church. Ugh. It was awful. It really was. I haven't been to church in 25 years. Well, if I walked in, the place would collapse. It just the roof. Into flames. Yeah. <laughs> Betty. Like, it would burst right on Betty. Burst right on Betty. <laughs> like the gates. That's why, that's why you're always so hot because yeah. there's the gates of hell in between your legs. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. This bitch is like beating up in front of me. Like steam is coming out of her labia. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because Betty's down there. That's right. Um, All right, so, so back, back to the question. So back in the day. So anyways, long story short, I'm not going to kill the Pope. You're or, not going to kill the Pope. I don't know if that was the intention who I'm going to kill, but. Yes, it would be it would be a fight to the death. Oh, so Mike Tyson, I couldn't kill the Pope. But like, who would you rather fight also? Would you rather fight the Pope with a sword? No. Or would you rather fight Mike Tyson in no. a wheelchair? Mike Tyson in a wheelchair. Oh my God. Because if I were to win. When I win. I guess. That's like that's eternal like, damnation. Yeah. Like instantaneously. You I, kill the Pope, like you then I would, like the earth opens up, there's a sinkhole, you just drop yeah, it down. The but hell. Mike Tyson, I would bite his ear. Right? Didn't he bite somebody's ear? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Him and Van Gogh. Yeah. Ear biting champions of the world. Yeah. <laughs> weirdos. Okay. So this crazy bitch would rather fight Mike Tyson <laughs> than the frail old ass pope okay maybe even if i was in a wheelchair i wasn't sure where the question was going oh my God. if you were in a wheelchair i you would just roll your ass on out of there you would be faster than both of them combined and you like could get some speed and just like get Go. to safety get to high ground all right question three what's the most important life lesson that you've ever learned it would be always be nice to the janitor always be nice to the janitor why you know, if dad's listening, I don't know if this is a, a dad approved podcast. It's definitely not. I would. I, okay. Let's let's circle back to the very beginning. We are going to ban all of our family members from ever listening to this. I think there's a way to like specifically ban IP addresses. And I will be doing that for every single one of my family members. So and you should probably consider doing it. Yeah. <laughs> People don't need to know us like this. Um, so, yeah, always be nice to the janitor. So why? What What specifically makes you say that? So I think here's the thing. There's like always this like hierarchy in life and in businesses and, you know, or you think about like in the medical field, because that's what I'm familiar with, that like nothing will run without everybody. Sure. Yeah. So like nothing in life can really run without the janitor. And so you should be as nice to the janitor as you are to the CEO. For sure. Um, okay. Question number four. <laughs> six this is four because oh. we're we're going back because we don't know any fictional people we want to be real <laughs> fuck well, the all last, of them. last time you said it was question five 
Yeah, I was wrong then. Too. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I was wrong then too. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so if you, okay, how would you, ex- question number four. Okay. How would you explain this podcast to your great-grandparents? Ooh. <laughs> I immediately want to say it's a coming-of-age podcast. It's just- a coming of- It's a heartwarming tale of a young lady coming of age. Two young ladies coming of age. They're mid-30s. Because I was still on the... Two precocious little 33-year-old. Okay. So it's a podcast of two women who found their way to each other in a meeting that was not Alcoholics Anonymous. I felt like we should clarify that. We should clarify. We were not in recovery together. Um, Who found themselves through being in the same period of life, same stage of life. So the podcast is about us wanting to reconnect with our youth. You know, we... we, right, we should probably explain this. Like, what even this podcast is going <laughs> to fucking be? At some point, we'll get there. This we'll is we'll me explaining. We'll, yeah. we'll do it at the end. <laughs> so stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about two women who are going through the same things in life or similar paths um, of being... Somewhere between where we think we might be grown up, but still trying to hold on to our youth. Um, we are both products of or products of the millennial generation. And yeah. so kind of really trying to go. But like the older millennials, not the We're younger the ones. Yeah. We're the elders. We're the wise, the wise millennials. Um, while still holding on to our youth while raising young, young people. I don't know. Okay, question five. If you were given a billboard in Times Square, Kate's adjusting her Betty. (laughs) (laughs) You were given a billboard in Times Square, and you could put anything on it. What would you put on it? This bitch runs the world. And a picture of me. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put you with, like... I don't know. I feel like we have to put you in like some kind of like Queen Elizabeth regalia. With, what about like, my bedazzled cape? bikini from oh those days God. with the with with the cape? Okay, so for anybody who doesn't understand this <laughs> reference, Miss Kate, who has popped out borderline three children in the last three years, also squeezed in um, a bikini competition um, in the midst of giving birth and then getting pregnant again. You squeezed in like a whole. Training regimen, like eating right. I remember the first time you came to my house, like, so I'm prepping for a bikini competition. So I'm really just eating like meat and vegetables. I'm like, bitch, say less. I got you. I got you. Like, let's, let's, you know, we'll do it. We'll all lean in together and I'll just serve (laughs) steamed chicken and fucking vegetables. Make everybody else miserable along with you. No, but that was amazing. It was incredible. I was like so proud of you for doing that. So there we go. That was that was insane. I love that. This bitch runs the world. You know why? Because she fucking does. Truly, she fucking does. All right. Question six. What was the most embarrassing thing you've ever done as an adult? Embarrassing thing that I've done. I don't easily get embarrassed, which I think is like thing i think like looking back on things you're like hmm probably wasn't the smartest decision <laughs> but fuck it but yeah embarrassed um, i love a girl with no shame i really do yeah i think you just have to own your decisions when you're in them i agree with you so like 100 percent. so like in college let's do this one because if my parents do listen they'll enjoy that i'm telling this story oh boy. um so we were going on a family trip to aruba mm-hmm. um and yeah, the yeah, yep we were leaving on Thanksgiving morning, and the night before, you know, when you're in college, you're supposed to, like, go out and hang out with people from high school, you know, like, see people from high school. Oh, you did the, oh Thanksgiving the Wednesday Eve. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Not really my jam. So I understand. You're, like, back in, back in a small town. Yeah, yeah. No, like, so we it. went into Boston so that we didn't have to see people. <laughs> see it's more my jam. We went to Boston. Um, so, anyways, we got really intoxicated i showed back up at my house like you know bars close at two so i showed back at my house my parents house at the time i don't know like two thirty, three o'clock my friend and i think we're arguing or i know we were arguing what were you arguing about who knows 
just we like, can have her be a guest and she can tell her side of the story yes we definitely <laughs> we will have guests everybody okay so gird your fucking loins and so it's like jury anyways, duty. you know we were supposed to be at the airport probably at like 8 a.m but like dad you know that means you have to leave at 3 a.m because you must of be at the course. airport like three and a half hours early of course and so they tried to wake me up and it was an international flight yeah so. mm-hmm. and they tried to wake me up and i wouldn't wake up i said just fucking leave me here it was like a home alone situation. Yeah, it was. And you were Kevin McAllister. And they were like, get your ass out of bed. And I was like, leave me here. And then. <laughs> leave me And then here. I think my mom dragged me out of bed. And then there might have been like, um, you know, my dad's a really nice guy. But I think he did call me a drunken slut. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some video evidence of me. Some, he's like, you're not going to make it through fucking security. They're going to stop you because you're a drunken slut. And somehow I like turned it on. I made it through security. Also, I should let you know that Betty I Betty took over her body. I have no recollection of any of this. All I know is I was in Boston <laughs> at a bar and I woke up as the pilot was saying, we are landing in one happy island. It is currently 83 degrees. And I was Stop like, how it. the fuck did I get here? Full blackout from yep. Boston to Aruba. Yep. So who told you that your dad called you a drunken slut? Probably my dad. He was like, let me rehash this situation. And then my mom was like, here are all the pictures, which, you know, this was like, like our our cell phones weren't iPhones. They were like flip phones that took like mediocre. It was probably a digital camera that she then got printed out at Walgreens and added a border. R.I.P. to the digital camera. Like she it was probably like had the most important member of the squad on yeah. a night out. It had like, who's got the cyber shot because we need to like document all. I'm of our sure. I'm sure that picture of me and Logan Airport like this, <laughs> keeled <laughs> over like a drunken panda. Because you guys also can't see what we're doing. <laughs> keeled like a homeless person. A homeless like, person on a bench or a drunken panda. A drunk panda has a Thanksgiving border on it. I'm sure. In a scrapbook somewhere. Um, we're going to need a copy of that photo if we're going to put it on a fucking t-shirt. Yeah. If we get to a thousand downloads, <laughs> we're going to put that shit on a t-shirt. That's going to be our swag. That's going to be our swag. That's going to be our hashtag merch. Are we seriously like planning a premature mm-hmm. merch drop? There's nothing more like unforgivable than a premature merch drop. The, the picture gets resurfaced often because my mother will send it to me and be like, don't Do end up this? like this. A cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. Speaking of coming of age, a cautionary tale <laughs> of, of a little girl named Caitlin who passed out at Logan Airport because yep. she was on a bender from the night before. Yep. I love this for you. Yeah. I so- love this for you. That's so good. That's so fucking good. Oh my god, that is embarrassing. And I, I mean, like, but I'm like, I'm not embarrassed by it. But I that's know like, you're not. I that's know. That's my I like. Know. That's my. That's my. Right now, that's what I can think of. I get top, it. Top of the list. Incredible. It was an incredible story. And I love that you're not embarrassed by it. But, like, I guess if, like, I had to pick anything, like, this is it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Easy one. What's your go-to cocktail? Like, co- like mixed drink. Chocolate martini. Ooh. Ooh. that was unexpected. It was unexpected. <laughs> but I was so prepared. You were so pre- You had it, like... Tip on, my tongue. On time. Oh my god, a chocolate martini. I don't think I've ever had. What? Like a chocolate martini? Why are you saying it like that? You've I, never had it? Like, is there some variation that you think you've had? When I think chocolate martini, I think like an espresso martini. A friend of mine calls it milkity chocolatey. Chocolatey milkity. Something like that. And she like always orders her espresso martinis like really, really, like with like a ton of Kahlua. And the cream. And, and the cream. The and like very like yummy and delicious. Chocolate martini. Yeah, so like I'm bef- going to get that next time I'm out. Oh before God, so I had kids, I didn't drink coffee. Mm, neither did I. I didn't start drinking. I, I started drinking coffee when I was pregnant. Really? Oh, because yeah. you were in grad school. I was in grad school. Super tired. Or yeah. So I thought. <laughs> Don't you look back on like your previous life like. I could have been a senator. Like, if I had, like, the time <laughs> management skills yeah. that I have now, and, like, the bitch has got to go. Like, we need to, like, get shit done. Like, that energy. We're I, bringing it back. You could have actually ruled the fucking world, and not in, like, a sparkly bikini, in, like, a fucking power suit. You know what we're also going to talk about? 
why are they sharp left um the bosnian war (laughs) okay buckle up people kate our dear kate betterlock has a a problem a deep hole in her soul that is filled with like the wrongdoings of the world so she let me in on a little <clears throat> secret of hers that back in the day she would go down like these rabbit holes of research into these like humanitarian atrocities that would go on. But I still do. I know you do. I know you do, which is why this is so relevant. So at one of her rabbit holes was the Bosnian War. Yeah, I read this book over and over again. How, how many I, times I did you Probably read too it? many. I mean, I was in uh, over. We'll put the line at three. Over or under? Over. Over. Oh, you sometime a between book the, on the Bosnian War more. And than it was three like times? it was like a, a book about a girl and her family. I mean, and I read, Frank. Wrong. Wrong country. war. Uh, that was a joke. It was a bad joke. Didn't land. Anyway, I'm didn't sorry. land. Yeah, no, Shit. I know who Anne Frank is. For the love of Christ, please don't drag me. And the me. Taiwanese. And the Taiwanese. I swear, I'm not a fucking idiot. I swear, don't judge me on this episode. Um, it was like this, gotten to my question. <laughs> it was this like young girl. I'm trying to look, find the book. I don't know. I was somewhere between the ages of like fourth and sixth grade. And you read it more than three times? Yeah, and I read this. I mean, sidetracked from the Bosnian War. I probably started with that book and like her parents probably died. So then I dived into a book called What to Do When Your Parents Die. How old were you when you read this book, Kate? I was in elementary school. I remember and the you cover. you were reading books entitled What to Do When Your Parents Died. Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, you should see my Instagram feed. Oh my god. What is the algorithm feeding you these days? Terrible things. Don't go down my rabbit hole. That's what my sister says. <laughs> stop dragging stop hole. dragging me down your rabbit hole. Oh it's a dark god. place. It's a dark place. It's weird. Rabbit holes usually are. Very you watch dark. a video and you're like, "Oh, this is so sweet." And then somebody dies. <laughs> like a child? Her parent sometimes yeah and then you have to then i have to research what happened it's just like with like catastrophic catastrophic events in like history or like different we're not gonna get into it right now but like yeah we'll do a whole nother episode on mass (laughs) mass shootings then i have to research every victim oh my god it's weird it's a dark place you know a wise woman once said and that wise woman is me that adulthood is really just the realization that every single one of your friends and family has a mental illness. You are really, you're really checking the boxes right now. I do, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's so weird. So when there's like, you know what, we're not going to go down this road tonight, but um, we will, we will for sure. um, (gasps) Zlata's Diary. Zlata's Diary? Z-L-A-T-A apostrophe S. A Child's Life in Wartime. That was the name of the book. Found it. Okay, but like on some real shit though. Like how many? Four point seven you... stars. I'm sure the book is excellent, but not when you're eight. Yeah. How many times did you? Read I probably it? read it four to five. Wasn't there that book called The Child Called It? I probably read that yes. series two times. Yes, that there was... was a child called it. I read that, but as an adult, and you when I was emotionally, you stop it once. You don't reread once. that. That story. is a one time, but that is a yeah. one and done situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to move on. Okay, we're going to move on. Next question, we've lost, guys. We've lost four of okay. the six listeners. Thank you for coming on that journey with us. So that was, that came out of your go-to cocktail, which is a very happy drink. Yeah. A chocolate so, martini. Ch- chocolate martini, sometimes with like um, s'mores aspects, so like some crushed grams on the top. So Like, like a rim? Yeah, so like a, a oh. chocolate syrup rim that you then dip in crushed <gasps> graham and then toast, toast the marshmallow. So it's like a chocolate martini, some more's martini, somewhere like any type of white chocolate, dark chocolate. I don't discriminate. That's a dessert. Yeah. But with alcohol. Yeah. Start with it first. That's the first drink. You're a genius. I'm going to order that next time. Yeah. And I'm. Make sure it's not clear. Because then it's like. clear? Sometimes I make it with like clear vodka. It's like clear. Oh, it's like like creamy. It's just like Stoli vanilla and like creme de coco without the Godiva liqueur. Oh, the Godiva is the secret? Yeah. Okay. I'll make you one on November 6th after I pop this guy Get out. this baby out. <laughs> we need to start um, having like some drunk podcast sessions. Okay. okay. Where are we? What number? 
Six or seven or eight. Eight. Oh, wow. We're cruising right along. Cruising right along. Is there... Okay, this is number eight. Question eight. Is there something existential... Oh, fuck. You're going to go... This is the rabbit hole question. Is there something existential that you think about and it pains you? I first had to Google what existential meant. Jesus. <laughs> I'm the professional, but I'm Googling you the You are words. the professional. Googling the words in your sentences. You're the professional, 100%. Like, all of a sudden, I want to have, like, a Miss USA response like that's exactly if there was any question to have a Miss USA response like this is the question yeah you think about peace like what's the world gonna look like in five years yeah I mean it's a great question because it's fucked up right now yeah 10 years 15 years when our kids are our age that's so you're saying like you're wondering what the like world will look like that our kids will inherit yeah 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 I think about that too where do we go from here where do we go from here you know where you go the Everything Cracks podcast. Yeah, there we go. For your daily dose of some bullshit to take your mind off of the actual bullshit that is happening in the world today. That's right. Thank you. That was uh, what we call full circle. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome for that. Everybody. Don't worry. She canceled that rabbit hole real quick. Real quick. We didn't want to go back down to Bosnian War. I'm going to call it a Bosnian War hole. Like oh. a like a fox hole. Or like a, what's the things in the universe? Black hole. Yeah. <laughs> All the holes. So many holes. And Betty. No, but isn't there like a star yeah. that uh, it's called a black hole? Oh. So if anybody wants to talk about actual black holes, uh, cosmology is a hobby of mine. I really do enjoy it. I'm a huge like science geek. So basically what happens with a black hole is when a super massive, like a super dense star. Like a mega star? Like a neutron star. Oh collapses in on itself we can go into like full detail about this like maybe the episode after the bosnian war when we dissect that little fiasco Mm -hmm. small little tidbit that happened um we can go into like the entropy of black holes and einstein's unfinished work of trying to unify gravity with the other forces of the universe the strong force the weak force electromagnetism i'm the weak i believe you're not the weak no (laughs) the weak force is actually like, I mean, they're all very important, but the weak force is very important. It holds, is it the one that holds atoms together? I don't know, you're talking the wrong I'm gal. pretty sure it holds like the protons and the neutrons and the nucleus of an atom together. Anyway, again, episode after the Bosnian War. Maybe we'll, we'll dive into science. Holes. We'll talk about science. I love science. Oh my God, I love science. Okay. Is it my turn to so go? So, peace on earth. Yeah. And uh, the world that will inherit. You got one more, sis. Oh, Actually, I'm sorry. Two more. Um, is there a hill you are willing to die on? Like, there is there, like, one thing that just, like, you wish you could shove down the throat of everybody that you meet? Like, this is something that needs to be acknowledged. This is something I will, like, crusade about. Is there any one thing? One thing. One thing. Well, you got you to pick one. You got to pick, like, the most important. Okay. Figurative hill. Yes. First, figur- I was yes. thinking I had Metaphorical. To- metaphorical. First, I was thinking, like, a Proverbial. Actual- metaphorical. Figurative. A real hill. Well, I talked about mass shooting, so obviously it was going to be about guns. Is but- it about guns? Okay. What's, what is it about guns? I don't know. I think, like, I'm okay with everyone having a gun. I'm fine with guns. Just that, like... I think there's certain guns that people don't need to have. I agree. And so, like, they're weapons of war. Like, yeah. there's really no need for someone to have an assault rifle. Right. So, like, if there's you. like a way, you know, if we can stop safe abortions, then we should stop people being able to obtain safe guns. Like, everyone's everyone's whole thing behind it is like, well, we're never going to be able to stop guns from being obtained, which is fine. Yeah, I get that. Like, there's drugs and stuff on the streets that are illegal that people still get but it still makes it more difficult sure so if there's a way to make it more difficult make it like there's other countries that do things yeah yeah okay like a hill you will die on is that like hey we need some like serious gun reform in this country yeah that was on the forefront i didn't know if that was like my thing the first thing that comes to mind like it's probably something that's like very important to you that's the hill we'll go down this at another time okay that was the hill it was a good hill i i like that hill okay 
That was number nine. This is number ten. Are you addicted to anything? And they can't be like air or oxygen. I'll give you an example. I'm addicted. Are you answering your own question? Yes. Okay. Because cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you like a lead to follow. I'm addicted to water bottles. Like I have an emotional support water bottle with me at all times. I just bought three of them today. Three. Three. Thirty-two ounce water bottles. <laughs> She's giving me a face like. This is a bad question. I don't think I'm addicted to anything. You're not addicted to anything? No. Oh my God. Can hey, you think of anything that I'm addicted to? I don't think so. Not that I can think of, but it's going to turn into like Kate Bedelak's Guide to a Clean and Spotless Life. Oh. No addictions here, miss. Oh, well, I do love to clean. You're addicted to cleaning? I like cleaning. <clears throat> Why? It provides me a lot of joy. It brings me a lot of joy. Really? Like organizing, cleaning, throwing things out. Throwing I things out. love to throw things out. Throwing things out. I live with the hoarder. <laughs> I live with... Um, I don't even live with the hoarder. My husband's not a hoarder. Oh, my God. But he's like, where is that thing? And I'm like, ooh. I threw that yeah. out while you, were, you were, while you were at work. <laughs> That's what I do. I, like people like, leave the house. And sometimes I deep clean before the cleaners. Like, I mean, two weeks ago, deep clean two weeks ago, I was, okay, I was sprinkling, I made my own little carpet or deodorizer with some baking soda and essential oils. And I was sprinkling that shit everywhere. Carpets, mattresses, was washing everything. I was vacuuming mattresses. You know, that's a thing. You were vacuuming your mattress. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mattresses, all the mattresses in my house. Mattresses. Yep. All the mattresses. I was vacuuming them, sprinkling them, letting it sit. Okay. And then I was vacuuming. It was really invigorating. <laughs> invigorating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like wash the walls. I wash my walls. Yeah. Or I you take a sponge. That. You take a damp sponge. My dad really likes this one. You put a couple drops of essential oil on your damp sponge, and then you go like this on your couch, on a microfiber couch. Oh. Excuse me. And it leaves lines. Hot, hot tips here. Lines and a lasting smell. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that was 10 questions. All right. Well, I've only got eight, but I'm sure. Okay, we'll out. do it. We'll do it. Let's do eight. All right. Well, you started with the raunchiest one. Oh, my God. It's not really that raunchy. Okay. Mine really it. aren't at all. Okay. Biggest sexual regret. <laughs> sexual regret. Okay. It's between two guys. One of them. Well, they both had small dicks, which is just like, like, and I'm not talking about like small like dicks that are like comfortable penises I'm talking about small dicks but they don't like quite qualify as a micro penis but we're not satisfying at all one of them knew what they were doing and one of them sucked in bed like just like horrific so I'm gonna go with that guy yeah I was like that seems like an easy that choice kind of now that I'm like saying it out loud I haven't thought I've blocked this out because it's not always about size no if no, you know no, how no, to no. use it if you know how to use it it can be very good Neither of them were good, but one was worse. One was much worse. And like, now I'm like reliving this. It was like the things he was saying and it was just like very. What do you mean the things he was saying during the act? It was just like, I don't even remember. I just remember feeling like, did this motherfucker just say that? Like. No, like I'm here for me. Like that's one thing about me. Like one thing about me. One thing about me. One thing about me is that, like, I've always been like, as far as like sexual encounters go, I've always been in it for me. Like 100. I'm down to like please my partner and like all the things, whatever. But like, I've always been very with the mindset. It's like I'm here. This was like a business transaction. Yeah. Like yep. let's yep. sometimes let's has to be. move it along. I remember when I was younger, I had like this like rotation. Like, I didn't want to be attached to anybody, and I, like, strategically picked the men based on the fact that I knew I would never get emotionally attached because, like, I am an emotional person. But then you recycled and reused? I would, like, just kind of, like, I'm like, hmm, what am I, like, what am I thinking tonight? Like, it was, like, trying to, like, order takeout. It's like, what am I thinking tonight? Do I want, like, tall, dark, and handsome? Do I want blonde? Do I want, like, someone who's, like, really tan? Like, what about, like, what am I feeling But tonight? were they the same people that you just recycled yes. and reused? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, that was the best because, like, you got comfortable with each other, and the sex ended up getting really good. But 
there was like no strings attached and I was always really good at that game. But we're talking about war sex and dude, we'll call him tiny penis titty fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Was horrible. Fair, fair. Okay, so he's your biggest regret. Biggest regret. Okay. If you couldn't fail, what would you do? If I couldn't fail, what would I do? Oh, run for president. Oh, for sure. All right. I would be like, okay, get all of our shit in order. First thing that I would, I mean, I actually don't even know if the president can do this. It's like, okay, guys, Congress, um, whenever there is more than 3% deficit, like 3% of the GDP as deficit, no one is eligible for re-election. I would find some way, like, Congress would have to vote on that, which would suck. But I would turn myself into, like, an evil dictator for a minute and be like, hey, y'all need to figure out the budget or none of you can come back. I'd find a way to pass that. But, yes, I would run for president for sure. And then would you be scared about, like, your – do you have, like, dirty secrets that you would be afraid would get? For sure. But I'd be like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, just own it. (laughs) I would be like, yeah, yeah, I did. Like, what else? You would Keep digging, guys. You would clinton it after you left. I feel like there's nothing that I've done in my past that, number one, I wouldn't, like, tell as an anecdotal story at a party. Fair. And there's nothing that I've done in my past that would be, (laughs) that anybody knows about, that would be, like, dug up that would be... Like, totally unexcusable. Totally inexcusable. Because I'm not a, like, gutter goblin of a human. I look like one sometimes, but I'm not actually a gutter goblin of a human. But, yeah, I would run for president. Okay. All right. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? There is nothing, in my opinion, that is too serious to be joked about. If you're easily offended, we're never going to be friends, first of all. And I think that some... This is dark. The deepest trauma makes the best jokes. Fair. I'm quoting... A podcaster that I love. Her name is Jackie Schimmel. If you don't listen to her, you're missing out on like a major part of life. But a quote from her is that tears are the lubrication for life's fucking. <laughs> and I oh. believe that entirely. I'm like, that is genius because you know what? It is so true. The things that you cry about, it's like, okay, what is the purpose of being so like deeply disturbed and like downtrodden? That, oh my God, I can't believe. That, that wasn't funny. Like, you're making fun of my big toe. And this is, like, Sammy and Ronnie drama. Do you remember that at Jersey Shore? She was like, that's – she was, like – he was, like, making fun of her toe. I don't remember that part. I mean, I remember them. I love Jersey oh Shore. God, but I love Jersey Shore, too. Um, At one point, he was, like, making a joke about her big toe and, like, how fucked up it was. She's like, that's not funny. It's personal. And she, like, got all bent out of shape about it. I'm like, there's nothing, in my opinion, that shouldn't be joked about. It's like, that's – like, things are only as dark as you make them. And if you Fair. joke about them, they're not dark anymore. <laughs> You're doing great. So thanks. All right. Um, what's one piece of advice you would give to your 18 or 16 or 21-year-old self? Is to uh, not care as much about what other people think of you. I think as I've become an adult... I have really, really, really come to grasp that it is maybe the most important thing in life to be your authentic self as much as is humanly possible. Because if you're not, like, what are you fucking doing? You're, like, living this, like, weird, suppressed, like, oh, my God, is, like, am I, am I being okay? Like, I don't know. Like, people like me. Who gives a fuck? Honestly, who gives a fuck? It's just like, I am who I am. Like, especially now. Like, I'm 33 years old as of yesterday. 33 years old. I am who I fucking am. I couldn't change if I tried. Right. What, like, what, like, what are we going to do here? Like, I can't live this, like, weird life where I'm being, like, half a person. It's like, I'm not, like, showing my full colors because I don't know if people are going to accept that. And it's like, do you want to live like that? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, on your deathbed, You're going to be like, wow, I spent so long, like, giving a shit what other people thought. Living for other people. Like, I feel like that's what that is, is like living 
for other people and their standards and what they find acceptable and like letting them letting their thoughts dictate your life exactly it's like i'm not gonna know these people in three weeks like why the fuck do i care all right well then that kind of goes into the my next question it's like a good segue okay if you knew you were going to die in a year obviously you knew there was gonna be like some dark comedy here yeah it's not go would you change anything about your life now? Would I change anything about my life now? Yeah. I would, like, cash out. I would sell everything I own and, like, go see the world. I would see all of, like, the ancient wonders. I would go to Chichen Itza and I would see the pyramids and I would go to Egypt and I would go to China and see the Terracotta Army and the fucking wall that they built there. And I would go to Japan and I would go to Cambodia and I would go – like live with the Inuits in Canada. Like I would do, I would just like I would see the world. I would see all the shit. But I like would go to Antarctica and fucking follow the penguins around for a few months. I don't know. Like I would do all the things. But what about like your your children? Yeah. What about them? I'm gonna die in a year. No, but you can't sell everything. You have to okay. Everything. So so the, okay, guys. Like I, I would sell everything. My kids are are their grandparents would take care of them. They're fine. Yeah. I'm okay. not worried about them financially, but I would okay. sell all of my personal shit. And live your best life. Like, and live, live my it out. Best life. I would also, like, with the precision of a serial killer stalker, seek out Leonardo DiCaprio, drug him, and find a way to fornicate with him before I died. <laughs> wow, that came out. That was like a, that was a sharp Well, I mean, turn. like, if I'm going to die in a year, like, I'm, I'm going to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. I would fuck him, and then I would follow the penguins. I would steal his jet <laughs> and his pilot, and I would just fucking bomb around the world and find a way to get my hands on his money so I could, like, do that for a whole year. Because the amount of money I have would not do that for a whole year. All right. That's what I would do. <laughs> Travel and Leonardo DiCaprio. Travel and Leonardo do. DiCaprio. That's what we would do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could be remembered for one thing. If I could be remembered for one thing. What would it be? If I could be remembered for one thing. Like if I could pick the thing. Yeah. You're picking the thing. Like somebody's at your funeral. We talked about you dying. Yep. <laughs> this is their Multiple eulogy. Multiple times now. Kate, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> this is your, this is like their one liner at the beginning. This is their one liner. What do you want to be remembered for? You shouldn't have to die to be remembered. I want to. I I would like for people to say that she was like a good time, and I felt good around her. Truly, like I think if I was to die, it would be like I would just want people to remember me like in a positive light. Yeah, like she wasn't a Debbie Downer. She wasn't a complete bitch. Um, she was like fun to be around, and that like she wanted others to have a good time as well. Honestly, that's what I would want to be remembered by. All the good. All the good. Just like happy and fun. Okay. All right. So you just turned 33. Yep. So if you were able to live to the age, I don't know, what's the life expectancy now? We'll say 100. 100 is like a good round number. My grandmother is 93. So you want to live longer than her? Or no, what are you saying? I don't want to be that age. Okay, 90. Sure, we'll cap it at 90. We'll cap it at 90, even 90. And you can either retain the mind that you are now of a 33-year-old or the body of a 33-year-old for your remaining, for the remaining, like, whatever, 57 years. Of the mind, for sure. For sure. Because, (laughs) let's think of the opposite. I'm a 33-year-old in my body with the mind of a 90-year-old. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Oh, God, where are my, my glasses? Ah. I want to go to bingo today. Like, like, what do you do? It's just like, I look like this, but I'm like, I don't know, old and decrepit internally. I know. Horrible. Horrible, Nana. I love you. But, like, really, no, no, you're I, right, you're right. I would rather retain my mind, for yeah. sure. Like, stay sharp. Like we were talking earlier. When you become mentally old is when you actually get old. It's true. So I would rather retain my mind. Okay. Screw the body, keep the mind. For sure. Marry for brains, not beauty. Yeah. Well, you come for the tits, stay for the brain. And the party. And the party. (laughs) (laughs) When did you last cry in front of another person? When did I last cry in front of another person? 
Do you not cry? Do I cry? Or when was the last time you cried by yourself? When was the last time I cried by myself or in front of another person? I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I cried on Juliana's birthday. Because three hurts. My middle daughter and me are three days apart. Our, our birthdays are 30 years and three days apart. And I'm pretty sure I cried on her birthday. Three-year-olds, I don't know why, like, what it is about the third birthday for me. I, your son's birthday was today. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the third birthday. It's like, you're not a baby anymore. Kate's like, no, I know. Oh, I didn't think of that. No, I did. You should have seen me last night. I mean, I can tell you the last time I cried. Last night. Last night. <laughs> it's horrible. It's like you're I, I don't know. I feel up until like you're two, you're still a baby. Like a two year old is still a baby. But once you turn three, now we're talking about school. Like she's going to school in the fall and like she's at camp and she's like doing I just remember when my first daughter was three was when she like fully like blossomed into her personality. And now I think I use three as a marker for because you've already been through down the road because I've already been down the road. And I think I use three as like the marker, like the line of demarcation between like baby and little kid. So a few days ago, her birthday, her birthday. (laughs) We're going to start crying again. The fuck you and these emotional ass. I questions. know, I know. I guess none of my. I only had one raunchy one. I'm trying to like bring one out, but I can't even think of it. That's okay. Um. Okay. If you wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. and gain one ability. Oh my god! If I woke up tomorrow and what gain would it one be? Ability, it would be to. It would be to influence anybody at any time. With whatever I wanted to, like, implant in their mind. Like, influence them to do it or actually do it? Or is that one and the same? I think it's kind of one and the same. So if I could... So my I would like to gain the power of mind control. If I could control somebody's mind, I could convince anybody to do anything at any time. And I would use my powers for good, okay? Everybody calm down. I would use my powers for good. I, you want to talk about, like, preserving the world for our kids? I would go to every dictator in the known world and be like hey sparky you need to mend your ways because we can't be doing this shit. Like, oh yeah you know what you're so right we start feeding my people i'm gonna end these civil wars i would go all the countries congo china i would go to well cuba's recently i mean not liberated venezuela like i would go everywhere be like hey we need to turn this shit around okay guys we can't be doing this and that would be my that would be my superpower if I had one. If I could like gain one ability, it would be to control mm. the minds of people. Should we like do a recap of what we think this podcast is going to be or what we want it to be? Yeah. Take it away. Okay. I tried my best. All right. So the million dollar question, what in the actual fuck is this podcast going to even be about? I'm gonna try and explain it. This podcast is about women having the confidence to live a life where one foot is firmly planted in a world where you're maybe an incredible mother, maybe you're an incredible professional, maybe you're both. You're the glue that holds your entire life, your entire family's life together. But the other foot is still in a world where you are deeply attached to who you used to be and who you still very much are. It's still a part of you. It's still there. A young, fun, kidless, hot girl who was shaking some ass at the bar until three in the morning. This podcast is for women who can confidently say, yeah, I'm both. I'm both. I'm all of it. I'm all of those things. I do not fit in a box. You're living in the in-between. You're living in the crack of life. The crack of life. Other things that currently probably live there are your knees, your back, your patience. Because everything cracks. It is where we are. It is the life that we live. That's what this podcast is about. It's about living in the in-between. It's about living 
both parts of you and doing it confidently and not apologizing for shit. And you can still be you. You're still you. That's what this podcast is. So this is like puking and rallying when you're 18 at a frat party. But on a podcast. In audio format. In long audio format. This is the puke and rallying, (laughs) but talking. That's, That's what this podcast is, everybody. Puke and rally on a podcast on Apple Music. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere that you download your podcasts, that is where you can find us. Um, I think we just want it to be fun. I think we're going to do, like, some mom stuff. We're going to do, like, some just, like, shooting the shit type stuff. We're going to do little recaps of our lives. Like, what, like, what, I I feel like. What went right? What went wrong? Some current events? All the in between. A current, of course, current events. Like, how could we not? And by current events, we mean the Bosnian War <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> but no, it'll be all the things. I hope that everyone um, isn't, like, super turned off by this episode and still wants to be friends with us because the Lord knows, like, it's only our friends and family listening. <laughs> you guys don't hate us or think we're fucking weirdos. Um, but any point in your life, we're hanging on to your Yeah, your, hanging your, on to your youth. It's your about youth. youth. It's about having fun. It's about still being you. I feel like anybody who's yeah. going to be here and enjoy this podcast is like, fuck, I may have reproduced. I may have a mortgage, but I'm still fucking me. You know what I mean? I'm still that 21-year-old who's like turning. Who thought my life was terrible and yeah. stressful. Yes. And now you're like, bitch, you don't even know how good you had it. Right. But also, like, you're still fun. You're still young. And that's what we're here to We still got it. We still got it. Milfs for the win. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you stayed with us this long, um, go subscribe. Rate us five stars. It actually really does help. The algorithm is all powerful. Um, share with your friends. Share with your family. And I come know. back next week. We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Throw to commercial. <laughs> <laughs>